Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Jerome. Jerome. Put on that Bobby Womack. Nah, girl. I want to go way back. Oh, yeah. Check this out. Or what we'll do next 
And so I don't want this to be one of those things that I, you know, um, a discussion about things that we hate about our community and I'm tired of and I can't stand when. It's not a great session. It's a contemplation. Let's do a think tank tonight. Let's kind of, you know, yeah, we can acknowledge the problem, but what do we think? So um, that's kind of where I want to go when I think about solution to a lot of the things that are ailing our community. One of the things that um, I offered is um, a post on Facebook that kind of, um, I didn't want to go about it in a negative fashion, so I put my question in one of those ways where, you know, we can think positively, what should we be working on first, um, collecting in our uh, community, uh, our neighborhoods, on our blocks, or on my street, you know, start small, but what could you foresee being a good fix to, to kind of dive into? Um, so those are some of the things that I want to um, discuss, and I want to share some of the things that you all said, um, my Facebook friends, and of course, if you call in and share, we're definitely going to let you have the floor. I'm going to call and grab um, Imaja and bring Iman on. It's been a minute since we've um, been on the air together, so of course we want to live on each other first. Hey, Imaj. Hey, honey bun. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I am good. Good. We're both good. We ain't got to fight nobody. That's good. Okay. Oh. You know, it's amazing. I haven't been on Facebook a lot. That's my social media drug of choice. And when I'm not on there a lot, I don't get as offended um, <laughs> uh, as often. So, I don't know, it might be good medicine to be busy enough not to be on your Facebook page. What you mean, my Facebook page? No, just period. Facebook, oh, Facebook in general. Oh, Facebook period. Oh, yeah. I, yes, ma'am. I have been trying not to. I've been doing better. Okay. I'm trying not to entertain some people's foolery because I don't have time for it because I already deal with mm. enough foolery in my daytime. I don't need that. Girl. 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 So I just kind of. I ain't been commenting on some people's stuff because I feel like the level of see mm-hmm. it, but I pretend like I don't see it. Just like, you know, um, the person, you know, we talked about before that I pretend to not see her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? Say this. Say this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I pretend not to see her every day. Every day. So, so, so you can not address some of the issues. That you see when you do see her, right? Because they're not my words are not going to come out right. Like mm-hmm. and so, um, I have I've been doing good because I know what's coming. So I'm just laying low and playing cool because I see it moving. So I'm just gonna like, okay, I see it, I see it, Lord. Uh huh, I saw it. And I'm gonna. I'm not gonna see because I'm gonna let you hold on to my tongue. 
you know, because my tongue, <laughs> you already know how I feel about the power of the tongue. You can either speak life or speak death. So I'm trying and trying my best. I think today I, I, I did really well because even though I may have said something on Facebook about it, I said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of, excuse me for what I'm about to say, but I'm, I'm tired of fat, crazy people. And their antics. Mm-hmm. Like, I've reached a breaking point with the antics. And so she said something to me today, and I was like, oh, um, no. I just didn't say no. No, I'm not going gonna, gonna, I'm to gonna entertain this with you. No, we're not doing that today. Mm-hmm. She was like, what? And so I was like, no, I'm not dealing with that today. I'm sorry. Today is, today is Wednesday. I've already talked mm-hmm. talk to you about this on Monday. Mm-hmm. Why your... You know, my favorite made-up word is remembrance. Um, <laughs> like your remembrance came in there. But, you know, it, you know it's okay. It's, it's okay. So I'm working on me, honey, working on me. She's, she's standing beside me, honey. She's holding my hand and clenching me tight. That's all there's so much you can ask for. I know, right? Oh. Right. <laughs> And we don't we don't expect you to do no more than you can do. Yeah. Mhm. I'm trying. I bit my tongue. Started bleeding. I'm trying. We know you are. And I'm gonna say I think you're doing a hell of a job. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Guess what? That's what I, from what I see, you know, like I see, I don't see everything, but what I see, I feel like you're doing a hell of a job, still. Thank you. I love you. That, and that, that is coming from my core. Thank you. I love you, boo. I'm, I'm not going to bring it up or rehash anything, but I, my, the, the, the last time we were on, I was getting ready to tell you the story, and I my call went away, um, and then you two had to close out. You and Ron had to close out the show. But, honey, I had one of those issues. I was on the post, and I was just going on the post to do, like, a smiley face or something because it was a guy who took a picture um who shared a picture that I had on my page as his, you know, woman crush Wednesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank you, you know. And I thought that was cool, so I was just going to be like, you know, good looking out, smiley face or whatever. And um, and it was of the ebony cover. And so, um, and it was the, the plus size, um, full size, curvy, whatever you call them, women who were playing on their sex appeal. And um, everybody was just saying, oh, you know, everybody was being really positive, very positive. Even the ladies were like, oh, yeah, they're rocking that, or that's a nice picture, or, um, you know, I love it. And then this picture was up, baby, and she was about to let us have it. Everybody just said anything positive. And um, her whole thing was, um, was a trend trying to become uh, fat girls are the new sexy or whatever, and 
So if you're not fat, you're not sexy. Or and I was like, wow, you know, I, I kind of stem back over some of the comments, and nowhere was there was there any negativity on the post until she opened her mouth. And I said, do we do we are we so angry about things that we don't even notice what we bring into an environment? She didn't even notice that she stepped into this face on this Facebook post spewing all the hate that was there. No comment said anything about what happened to slim women being sexy or um, that's unhealthy. Nobody said anything crazy. Nobody said, ooh, let's all be fat either. They just said these ladies that were pictured who obviously had to look some type of way because of all the work that went into them for this photo shoot paid for by this corporation, the intention was to create beauty. So it was there. That I mean, that was nothing to be challenged. But where she came from was such a dark place. Obviously, somebody has picked over her for a more curvy woman. And that oh, she's supering her because there is no, there is not that much shade in a forest unless there's a problem. And baby, she was shady from go. She engaged. Mm. She picked. She picked people to argue with. People that have posted prior to her that had said, you know, oh yeah, I love you know the honey on the right, or people that generally just simply said, um, is that Jasmine Sullivan? I mean, she. She picked you by name. She called your name on the post, tagged your name in the post, in the comment, to say, oh, so you don't see and whatever negative she could come up with. I was like, really? That's like, who does that as grown as hell? I see that in in the middle school, but grown as hell? Grown as hell people don't do that. If you choose to like what you choose to like, and it don't make me lose sleep. Why do I care? Right. I've seen people who are the picture poster child for healthy. They have the appropriate height and body mass. They do healthy things. You know, not 100%. But I don't think anybody is, you know, perfect. But they make healthier choices, and they are in the program of let's be healthy. And I'm saying that very same person have illness. So who are you to say what's healthy? You know, I just it's just all the excuses that people use to, you know, body shame someone when we're not, you know, we're not perfect. So I'm not gonna body shame you because I have to worry about me. And if somebody likes what your body looks like, I'm not going to shame them for liking what they like. You know, but that day really ticked me off, and that's why I went to my page, and I just wrote a thank you for the woman who gets out of bed every day, for that plus-size woman who is not considered thin to simply get out of her bed and walk out of her house to people who are prejudiced. That means they're prejudging her by her visual. That's it. Just because I see you. Just because I see you, you sloppy, you're lazy. You, but I'm not a smart woman. But I think that in the course of a day, I'll probably do more than a lot of people might do in the course of a week. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call me lazy. I wouldn't call me lazy. I have one of the gamut of how much exercise my endurance has been up and down. I have engaged in that world, maybe not consistently, but consistently enough that it had an effect on my body, that I even lost weight or my endurance and my stamina increased, and I noticed it. I've been affected by the positive side of working out, but with my metabolism, it does not affect me in the same way that it does someone else. Mm-hmm. But does that not mean that I'm worthy of respect? I just, it's like, well, I don't understand why we can just simply let people find their That's happy me. place. Yeah, what is right. your happiness? And you get, you are entitled to have that thing that makes you happy. And that drives me to to no end. Because if that is what makes you happy, who am I to say that you don't deserve to have that? If you're not hurting me. So that's where that post came from a couple of weeks ago. And I wanted to make sure I got that out, that I said it out of my mouth so that Nobody had to wonder because I was not giving that person any more attention than they had already jumped on the post to receive and pick fights with everybody. I mean, it was an attention hungry thing, and I'm sure it was so that you know, you know how with young girls they will get into a certain group and then try to garner all the attention in very immature, manipulative ways. That's what I felt like I was watching. I felt like I was watching a 14-year-old stand in a circle of guys and talk about other girls and what's wrong with them so that the guys can be like, yeah, but you don't have big feet. You'll be sexy. You know, that's what I felt Mm -hmm. like I was watching. And you felt like you needed to down all the other girls in the space and pick out what's wrong with them that's not wrong with you. Now, you didn't pick out anything that they could say, well, you got that too. You figured out everything that they could say that you don't have so that that puts you somehow on a different level and makes you more worthy than somebody else. And that's what I didn't like. That's what I didn't like. And I know that, you know, that's something we experience. And I know it's experienced on on both sides of that spectrum. You know, I think sometimes you get a group of plus-size women or curvy girls, whatever you call them, and they can make, I know, for the booby ladies, the busty ladies, I know when busty ladies get together, we can make a flat test sister feel some type of way. I know Um, that. I know. Girl, you know, I know. And and it's not intentional. (laughs) We We can't help that. I can't help what my mama gave me and her mama gave her. I can't help that. And, you know, we don't control how that played out. We just know that these are the letters I was given as opposed to the letters you were given, and I got to make it work for me. Right. (laughs) Please, you know I know that that story. And I I agree. Like, even because I even shared a post a week later, and here comes somebody dipping in. I just said, you know what, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not even going to like it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna do anything. You, you have your opinion. I have mine. And mm-hmm. it's to the point of where 
It's like you have to be seen. You have to be heard. I'm not forcing what I feel on you. If you come to my page and that's what you want to do, it's my page. I can say what I like and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, if and then if I would have engaged in conversation, I felt that it probably would go in that negative because you don't know my story. Uh-huh. You don't know how I got to be this person or how much I didn't have this confidence before. Uh-huh. Where you have probably had your confidence all your life because everybody had already accepted you for that. And yes, now it's more of us out here. And I even said on another separate post, we still. Because, you know, I talked about us curvy girls all the time because I am a curvy girl. I don't remember being a size two. I was probably two when that happened. I don't know. I don't remember. I was a, a T2 at that. So, no. <laughs> so, I've always had all of this. Like, I've, I've always had these boobs. I've always had this rear. And I spent a lot of time covering it up. Because society didn't want everybody to be skinny. Oh, you're small, you're healthier. And I'm like, but I can run a lot faster than some people. I don't have a lot of, I don't even have health issues outside of my skin. You know what I mean? So how are you to say that I am not healthy? Right. And I I remember having a conversation with an ex-boyfriend, and this is the day we broke up. The reason why we broke up is because he said some stupid stuff. And he said, I'm concerned about your health. I said, what? Mm. He said, I'm concerned about your health, this, that, and the third. And I said, well, I don't know why you're concerned about my health because I'm very healthy. I said, I don't have anybody's high blood pressure. I said, I don't suffer from anyone's diabetes. I said, I don't have those issues. I said, the only issue I have is my skin, and that has nothing to do with my weight. I go to the dermatologist for that. So what are you talking about? And so he proceeds to go in, and I said, you know what? You have a nice rest of your life. I said, because because of that ignorant crap that you just said, you don't even deserve a person like me at this point. So mm. you go out and you do whatever else you did with your life that you want to do, and I'm okay. I was, I am, when I tell you I was like, what? Like you met me and you liked all this butt and this breast, but now all of a sudden you concerned about your health. What? Sir, I can run laps around you. You want to know why I can run laps around you? Because you smoke. I'm concerned about your health. Mm-hmm. So the things that people think we worry about are not things that we worry about. I mm-hmm. eat healthy. I just like to eat a lot of it. Okay? We have a friend on the line. His name is uh, Ron. Hi, Ron. Welcome, friends. A friend? Yeah. A friend. Are you, I'm a friend. I'm not, a friend? I'm not part of the show no more. I'm just a friend. You're not a friend anymore. I'm not. I'm not here. I, I'm not showing. I'm not a coworker. I'm just a friend. Oh, 
you're, you're not our friend. I mean, I mean, normally you would say showing up for work late is this little neglect. Right. I chose to be nicer. Oh. We're doing better. We're being good people. Why? Why can't you just? Step, why can't Hi. you be our friend? And Hi, our friends. Hi, friends. How are we this evening, friends? I don't know. You're starting to make me feel like you're you're what's wrong with our community. I am what's wrong with our community because there's not enough of me. Our, so we should go out and get a whole group of runs. Um, First of Nobody all, good evening. Unless we're practicing target. Um, nice to hear you, ladies. I, 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 actually, I actually am um, somewhat touched because I can hear sincerity all in y'all voices. And you have to realize is that hurt people hurt people. That's first Secondly, well, excuse me, let me rewind. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> so you don't have to realize that. But I would think that it would be best if you realize that hurt people hurt people. So people who would want to throw the stones is because they got hit with a stone and realized the power of that stone. Okay. Mm. Um, secondly, what I would say is that we also need to realize that the same place that this ism that is uh, sexism. It comes from the same place that racism comes from. Mm. Same exact place. So that being said, if you want to get to the bottom of one, you have to get to the bottom of the other. Okay? So now you have sexism, you have racism, you have weightism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have ignorantism because I tell you like this, um, People with black lungs die at a faster pace than people with clogged arteries. Yeah. Okay? I tell you this, people who, who abuse their body um, through alcohol and, and, and their liver and smoking in their lungs die faster than people who, in, who abuse their colon and their intestines and their stomach. Um, so... It's about what your priorities is. So as Imaj was talking that, well, I can run laps around you. Yeah, you could, and, and, but, but running ain't necessarily the barometer was healthy. But that being said, yeah, the reason you can is because we're looking at different things, and those things ain't necessarily equal. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're saying uh, 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 you're not healthy because, you, you know what I'm saying, your body mass index is 30% extra than what it should be. First of all, we have to realize that that body mass index whole scale is crazy. <laughs> That's first of all. Mm-hmm. And then after we realize that that scale is crazy, you got to realize to yourself, okay, but that makes me, let's say, 10% unhealthy. That smoking that you do and that burger that you eat and that, you know what I'm saying, sugar that you intake and make you 40% not healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean... Mm-hmm. I ramble and say all that to say I agree with everything y'all saying, but I just think y'all need to realize that these people, when you said Imaj, I speak to specifically, but when people have the, the, the mind state that this person doesn't deserve because of this, you got to realize that that person is exactly what's needed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you are exactly what's needed for that person. 
and it's hard to give that. I say because got now you got to dig into your patience reserve. You got to dig into your diplomatic reserve and how you actually mm-hmm. gonna talk to this dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what they need is they need you to be like, yo, you know what? I know what you're saying. You think it's right, but it's stupid. And here goes why it's stupid. <laughs> you know, they 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 actually need that because they need to face that that truth. And if we keep walking away from them and being like, you know what the hell with you, they'll never have to face that truth. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm done. Right. Yeah. I, that was bad. I mean, I need to stop and say, fine. Um, as much as I give you, um, as much as I give you grief about not coming to work on time because you don't and not hey, saying Hey, 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 I thought we were past that. No, 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 I'm just, just listen, this is good. Um, and not giving you um, credit for good ideas because you never have them or not saying, you know, that was a valid point because they're usually not. This was good, what you just said. That was good. I'm giving you a little credit. I'm giving you a couple of slides. Appreciate your words this time. This time. Yeah. Because next time you may suddenly say something that makes her appreciate your words. You're good for it. I'm knowing you, Ron. Without knowing you. You know what? I'm going to get here late, and I think I may leave early today. How about that? No, because we got some other stuff that we want to talk about, like some other stuff. Okay, then what are we talking about? We have some really good stuff. You know, tonight's show is uh, Negative all right, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I apologize. I got to get this off my chest. Oh. The reason I was late, the reason I was late, right, because my goddamn mother was in my neighborhood getting her hair did by the Africans. And I'm saying to myself, first of all, what Africans do you know up here in my neighborhood? Secondly, why are you up here just popping up without telling me? I don't I don't appreciate this. So, So then... I have to go, you know what I'm saying, to make sure, you know what I'm saying, I, when she leaves this this this, this African's house, <laughs> I got to make sure she's good. Right, 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 right. So, boom, why she, so she said, call me when you get to the address. He goes, the address, why I get there, I'm waiting for, I'm outside, waiting for And she says, I'm on my way downstairs, I'm about to run to the bathroom. So I'm saying to myself, well, I got at least 45 minutes for the show, come on, I got plenty of time. <laughs> this asshole was in the bathroom 37 minutes. Why, Why are you, you selling her business? Just so Maybe she, she, she ain't got enough bathroom in her for 37 minutes. What? You're taking a meeting. I am outside, and she is evacuating her whole large intestine. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Really? Are you selling a business like this? I'm just saying. I had something to do. That's so, so that's so that's why I was like, I'm sorry. Maybe, is that TMI? Is that TMI? And yes, TMI, and it was very disrespectful to your mom's lower colon area. But her hair looks fine, yo. I swear, yo, them Africans could catch it. They could catch it. The little baby hairs, they could catch it. Your mom, mama hair looks nice to them. I'm sorry. (laughs) You was talking. I'm sorry. I I, I, I go on a tangent sometimes. You got to excuse me. Oh, my God. I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Mm Mm-hmm. I just told all your favorite girls. <laughs> she can't beat me no more. 
No, I think that is a trump card. You can always play his mother. I will knock your. T- I will still knock you down where you stand. If she I think could the catch me. Of choice just changes. It's like sometimes you know, at some point it was hands, and I think once you get past a certain age, it's just other items, undisclosed mm. stuff, like bullets. Bullets. I was thinking bullets and bats. Right. Yeah. My mother did like Marvin Gaye's daddy. She 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 did like him. Yep. They wow. and when they say I brought you in this world, that is no idiom. They mean that shit literally. I'll take you out here. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ron, who's late all the time, our show is about. <laughs> The community and neighbors, please was a, um, a request, a plea, um, a point you want to make, um, a reflection, um, a solution. Just what is it that we can provide, offer, point out? In our community, is it broken? Is our community broken? If someone told me today, we live in neighborhoods, we don't have community. And I was like, hmm. So, you know, those are, those are thoughts of people who live next door to you and wake up every day with their own goals lined up. Um, one of the things we were talking about, I was sharing with the Rupa adults today, how I was talking to my daughter and some of the things that I was pointing out to her, we were talking, conversations just went from one end of the spectrum to the other. And I ended up talking about um, slave mentality, um, master slave syndrome and thinking, and, and it got so deep. And, you know, at 13 and not and being underexposed to things, because it was something she pointed out in her history thing, and I, we went from one, one to 1,000. And um, her facial expression changed in front of me, and I was like, wow. You know, they don't share this stuff with you. They kind of, you know, they whitewash the history. And um, when it, you get exposed to it, it kind of shocks the kids when they get exposed to it sincerely. And um, I was talking about that, and somebody said, you know, in this group of adults, fast forward to today, group of adults, and I'm telling them the experience. And they were like, yeah, um, it's a shame. We should be outraged that, you know, they do that in these classrooms and they don't do this in these history books. And, and I stopped and I said, no. I realized that the fact that my daughter is 13 and some of the things that I shared with her yesterday, she didn't know, that's my fault. I knew it. Why didn't I tell her? I said, let's talk about community. If I had a class on African-American studies, would you make sure your child came or would y'all be at home watching Love and Hip Hop? You know, those are the things that we need to stop and look at. What are you willing to do in your small segment of the world instead of putting it on, I hate to say, putting it on other people who don't have the same um, or not getting the same investment to do it for you, what are you willing to do? And how much support are you willing to offer someone who's willing to do it? You know, so 
one of my issues with the community is taking ownership of it and then looking for the support of the ownership that you want to take. So I'm listening to you. And, and, and listening to you. You're so subtle. <laughs> so a bunch of things pop in my head, right? And and I, I guess I can go backwards. The last thing that popped into my head is, is that, you know, well, sorry, first thing that popped in my head was that we need a code of conduct. Okay, so that's the first thing I say. What we need in the community, you know, we need to know how to act. And we need not just know how to act, but why we need to act that way. And not just why we need to act that way, but the consequences for not acting that way. So we need to go to conduct. That's the first thing. Um, whether it's something big, like uh, you don't kill each other. And, mm-hmm. But then we have to have some kind of something in place for mediation. Because motherfuckers is not going to get along all the time. You know what I mean? So instead of me killing him, what is the alternative? You know what I'm saying? I have to have an alternative. What's that? Uh, Y'all can have some kind of financial dispute like they do in other communities. You owe this person this amount of money because you did this. Okay. What you mean? That don't exist? Yes, it does exist. And I can tell you places where it does exist. And I'm not talking about just Jewish communities. You know what I mean? So that there's a blueprint for this. Um, so we need a, a code of conduct. Um, then I move on to just because you don't, I mean, the biggest reason why we got crime is because it's poverty. Crime is directly correlated to lack of funds. Um, lack of yeah. funds is lack of jobs. But just because you don't have a job don't mean you don't have work to do. And we need to get that through our head. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have a job. I get that. I understand. You know what I'm saying? You can't get a job making enough to pay for you to live. But you know what? You got work to do. So then that way our communities are better. That means that way, trust me, the residue rubs off. You know, it may take six months of you. Um, uh, what's one thing we need in the neighborhood? It may take six months of you teaching adults how to read English because they just don't know how to do it, and they don't have nobody to teach them. So you set up shop in the nice weather in the park, in that part of the park, and you just teach adults how to read for free. You know what, though? I guarantee you, if you do that, each one of them adults, at least two or three of them go bring you a meal. So now you got three meals for the day. You know what I'm saying? You put two on some Tupperware, you heat them shits up later. Now your food is taken care of. So now the community is taken care of. It sounds like it's a lot, but trust me, it's not. It, these things have a way of working themselves out. Um, and, and, and then lastly, what I would say is that we're willing to give. We got to realize that it just don't take money. And you know what? Money is the okay. least of our issues. You know what I'm saying? I don't need your money. I need you to give me four hours a week. I don't need your money. I need you to, know what I'm saying, give me, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 2% of your brain power. You know what I mean? I don't need your money. I need you to just come with me just this one day because we all got to stand together on this one day to let these people know we're serious. So all I need you to do is to hop on this bus that I'm paying for, take this water and this nasty sandwich that I'm providing, and just come with me for this one day. That's all I need you for. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need your money. You know what I'm saying? I need some other things from you. So if we're willing to give those things and do things like that, then you know what? Listen, we broke, yes, but we're not broke beyond repair. So I right. mean... There you go, and here we are. Mm-hmm. That was decent. I agree. 
right, so here are some other things. And I'm just going to kind of read a few. And then, um, you know, either one of you want to make a comment about what people said. Feel free. But the comment or the post was, what would you say is one of the things our community needs to address the fastest? So what is something we need to address the fastest? And so... What was the last word you said? What is something that our community needs to address the fastest? The fastest? F F A S T E S T. Fastest, huh? First, quickly. As soon as possible. Lady first. Expeditiously. No, I'm about to tell you. These are some things that were shared. I'm going to read the first few, and I'm sure it's going to tap into some stuff for some people. But Okay, so what I received, and I'm going to say people's names because they get credit for saying their things. Texas Brown offered us two. He said job development centers, recreation centers. Adrian Milan said financing for education. Too many are not making it through or into college because of the lack of funds. No money means no chance to complete their degrees. The shell just said business funding, and Dexter came back to say that is the most important thing. Um, Adrian came back and said, education on how to care for and how to build positive credit. He also offered proper education on investing, the power of annuities and mutual funds. Um, and then, oh, I lost it. Um, Rod Robert said, open a bank and loan money to our community. And then Michelle offered a comment to that. She said she finds it interesting that there are churches on every corner in our communities, yet churches deposit our ties into banks for which we from which we cannot borrow. Um, and then Rod Roberts came back to say, I really think we need a bank in every city. We have a large population and have a charter that says, if you save money here, you can borrow from here, regardless of your credit score. Hmm. Uh, Pamela Graves said education. Um, Wax Alexander said child development. Tracy Taylor said education and violence with our young adults. Jack, Jackie Onappi said mental illness. Tiny Gary said, the lack of respect our youth have for themselves and elders. I think it's I.K. Coleman says, the one thing I had growing up in the neighborhoods of Brooklyn and Jamaica, Queens, was everyone knew each other and really looked out for the elderly and the young people. Many families struggled to feed themselves, but they took pride in it. To answer your question, we need to teach these neighborhoods how to be a community. And then um, somebody came and said self-esteem, uh, Akiba. And then 
Marvelous Harrison said, mental health in urban cities, black people, primarily the poor, are just given medication when they show up at a hospital where more wealthy people are given a full physical to rule out everything for being prescribed meds. Um, and then IK showed up there and said, we don't have to like questions. Patricia Adele Leach said, education and accountability. Leah Rice said, unity. I believe if we become one and realize our power, we can then build a community we deserve to have. Great education, healthier lifestyles, more businesses, etc. And Tanita Hathaway said, marriage, strong families will stop all of this madness. All right, so that's where we are. Comments, questions? No, those are really good things. Um, I know Ron has sounded as if he saw some that actually caught his eye. Um, my, I, I'm with everyone who has discussed mental, mental health um, because we are not um, getting the right type of help that we need, and I agree that we may not be asking the correct questions when we go in for an evaluation or how we're dealing with the stress because a lot of us, we internalize the stress and we don't, we're so stuck in our own pride that we don't know how to speak to people and tell people, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm thinking. And we, they wait to the last minute and the last minute is no longer a minute, it's over to the point of where we're killing ourselves because we didn't reach out to say, I need help. But, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, and I definitely hear what you're saying, you know, us being able to talk about it because so much with um, health is secret in our society, in our, in our culture. But here's, here's one of the things that is a red flag for me. If your job is to be a health care provider, and that's what you say you are whenever you file something on my insurance, you file it as my health care provider, I shouldn't have to know what to ask you. You should have a plethora of things that you notice about me when I'm visiting you. You should have some things that you simply want to ask me about me. Maybe I came in and said I have a headache. But you should want to know, have I been feeling lightheaded? You know, um, do I take blood pressure medicine prescribed by some other doctor? I mean, there are some, some things that you should want to ask me. Just Is that golf ball side growth on the side of your head normally there? You know, and right, I should have to we... say... Right, but the thing is, is that we're not even getting to that point sometimes. Mm-hmm. You see, because we're we've already like, oh, I don't go to the doctor. No, you need to go and talk to someone, and that provider mm-hmm. may be asking the right questions, and they may be, but it's a point of getting there and walking mm-hmm. through those doors because we're so stubborn and stuck in our ways. Oh, I don't need help, or oh, well, this headache will just go away. No, sometimes we mm-hmm. have to take that step to get that help, and we're not taking it. Yeah. 
And, and you know, one of the things that I think we realize we don't realize, you know, you know, we'll go for our physical things that we can see sometimes. Mental health, man, come on, we're not doing that. And it, it's one of those things where cousin Ray Ray just was like that my whole life, and we didn't know he was bipolar or schizophrenic because no one took him anywhere. He was just Cousin Ray Ray, and when he started acting like that, all you kids come on downstairs and leave him alone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, wow. You know, um, one of the projects that I am uh, assisting with, um, Entice, you know, she does documentaries and mental health in, our, in the African-American community. She had me, you know, because as a you know, working with young people and noticing how either they have these mental health issues already or they're being raised by people with these mental health issues. So what are they going to then behave like? Because that's going to be their considered normal. That's the environment in which they were raised, so that's what they want to reflect. If they consider that to be right and everything else to be wrong, and to to talk to them, you know, they're already asterisked um, as the at-risk group of students. But when I sit down and I talk to some of these at-risk, and I, I work with girls, um, when I talk to these at-risk girls and I listen to some of the things that they say when I'm asking them why they're doing these certain behaviors, this is what's normal not at this school level, but when I leave this place and I'm at home all evening, on the weekends, all summer, this is normal to me. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. This is what we do in my house. And it's like, um, how can I make you not think that that's something you should be doing when I'm the outsider, I'm the intruder? But mental health, I think, is is one of those things really still not being looked at as something serious. So, so I listen to y'all, and I agree. And I listen to what the other people replied, and I agree with those. So we see the issue that we got. So no matter what direction you go in, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. But that's also to be said, no matter what direction you go in, you got a possible solution. So mm-hmm. if the question is which one thing needs the fastest, which one, um, I think you encapsulate all of those by saying one thing. We need to be able to practice our culture when we want, where we want, how we want. If I can practice my culture when I want, where I want, how I want, my culture talks to each one of those points. So my culture says to mental illness, you know what, yeah, you got issues and you don't want to go. But auntie's known you since you was two minutes old, and she's seen you, and she knows. So she knows the doctor. She knows who to talk to. She knows the person in the community, village, town, wherever the hell you at, that is able to deal with you if we are dealing with our culture, Okay. But unfortunately, we're not dealing in our native culture. We're not dealing in a culture that values life. We're dealing in a culture that values money and property. Mm-hmm. So when you deal with those things, you deal with 
the residue of that, which is I don't care about people and their mental illness. I'm worried about getting this paper, getting this property, making sure I stay safe. You know what I mean? So when you talk about uh, 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 children, um, your culture speaks to how to raise children. Your, your culture speaks to a children's place as opposed to an adult's place. When you talk about uh, education, you, first of all, you need to be able to critically think. And if you could think critically, you can know whether or not somebody's feeding you a lot of bullshit. Now, you may not necessarily know why this works or why, so you need further investigation, but you can tell with critical thinking, you know, the world is flat. If that's true, then I mean it has edges and we're going around, we would be, it would be an obvious black-white. It wouldn't be a great, like, hold on, this is not making sense when I think, you know what I'm saying? Just critically thinking, you can walk yourself through certain bullshit. So if we're able to practice our culture when you want, where you want, how you want, it answers each one of those questions. It teaches you how to spend your money so you don't have to worry about it. It teaches you how to treat your wife. It It teaches you how to treat your mother when she gets old and how to move her into your home or, you know what I'm saying, have her and her sister in a home where y'all can care for them. You and your, your, your cousin both go over there one week as you next week. It teaches you these things. So, I mean, that's the one thing we need to work on fastest. Now, the problem is, what the fuck is our culture? <laughs> I was waiting. I've been waiting on that. That's got quotation marks all over it. Exactly, culture. What the fuck is our culture? I know this ain't it, though. That's what I know. I know anything that says, you know what I'm saying, that I was birthed into a place that called me three-fifths of something. I know any place that says mm. that I was birthed in a place that says, you know what, I'm going to trade two of you for this acre of land. I know any place mm. that, you, you know, that to this day tells me that I, I can't breathe don't really mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Any place like mm. that, I know that ain't my culture. I'm saying y'all can keep this shit if y'all want to, but I'm looking for the exit man. <laughs> we can keep it. Okay. Well, well, we are going to put an APB out on our culture because that sounds like a great place for us to be. <laughs> Until we find it, we don't dream about it. But in the meantime, we got to now tell me this. This was a debate I was having. I was gonna post this on Facebook, but then I said I think I'm scaring some of my friends that are not um that don't look like me or have to deal with the world that I have to deal with. So I started I I did not post it. But uh, this I'm stupid, I know what you mean, the ones that don't look like God. Because you was made in the... My bad. I'm sorry. Oh. She said it don't look like her. What do you... What, wait a minute. Never mind. I don't want to. Never mind. Go um, ahead. Yeah. Because sometimes it's easy to just be like, mm-hmm, keep going. But the debate was... <laughs> um, I was told, or the discussion was, affirmative action is reverse racism and it is unfair practice because sometimes it um oh let me let me not misquote. Um it doesn't go based on um qualification, it's just based on how fair is it. 
when it's in practice. All right. Um, firstly, I want to take a step back and I apologize. I often do this. My bad. Um, before they were like, we need financial institutions. We have financial institutions. What we have to do is stop saying we need shit that we already got and look for the <laughs> shit that we got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we need uh, uh, a banking institution. You, one, you got them. Secondly, with online banking and direct deposit, you don't need nothing in your area. All you need, you know what I'm saying, in the smaller banks, what they'll do is they'll give you back the money that you spend at the, at the ATM. So say you got to go to a different ATM. So what? They'll give you the money back. Anyway, that being said, we have these things. We just have to look for them. Um, but now to get so to what you So what I need for you to do is when you get a moment, why don't you put the link on my post so it's coming from you? Well, personally, I bank with Carver, and I know there's Carver in different banks, you know what I'm saying, different cities, so I bank That's with Carver That's not what myself. I asked you to do. That's not what I asked you to do. Say I no more. You and I you, no, 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 no. Say no more. You asked, and like I shall do it. Three or five? Did we not say that? Three or five? I want you to... Put that list on there. I want you to be like, if you don't like this one, here's another one. If you don't like this one, here's another one. Say no more. Say no more. Okay. I got you. Okay. Don't be ugly when you do it, Ron, but be firm. You know how not to be ugly, right? I, I, no. I, I mean... I'm trying not to be, but, you know, it comes out of me sometimes. I apologize for my ugliness. As we work, see, because we talked about this at the beginning of the show when you were tardy, we are working on ourselves. So, That's right. I thought we was over um, the tardy. I thought we was over the tardy. No, but you miss stuff when you're tardy. We are working yeah, so on we ourselves have to, to be better. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on ourselves to be better and be better in our responses of how we talk to people. Yes. You know, I really have to work on that. No, I really have to work on that. Sometimes I can say some things that I really shouldn't say, and I apologize. But, oh, well, it's said. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, you know, we have a new administrator, and um, so I had to be part of this um, panel today for the, they were um, interviewing position for positions or whatever. And when he said, oh, yeah, well, you know, we knew when we picked you that you were going to be, um, and he kind of looked off and made a little face. Um, he said, um, well, you know, you're real. You're very real. You, you, Yeah, you're just going to be real about it. I didn't know if that was good or not because of the hesitancy. You know, he hesitated a little bit. But you picked me, so you must like it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do they mean by real? Because as I woke up this morning, I realized I was not made of wood. But I was made of flesh and bones. So what do you mean by real? (laughs) See, I think that's those veiled words they be trying to use. Excuse me. that, 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 That cowards often try to use. But I hate this, you know what I'm saying, be a jerk. But to go, that, that kind of go back to the question you asked about the reverse racism. Mm-hmm. So that's where the question derives from because you just gave our Right. That's where the exactly. question is. Mm-hmm. Be- well, one, you can't have that. I mean, 
Racism is a system. I know. I know where you're about to go. Go ahead and go there. Right. So, so unless you have a system of friend. it, you can't do it. Since there's no system that we control, you know what I'm saying, how can we systematically oppress anybody in any realm? The one thing that we can Hold do on, is we can make I'm you feel uncomfortable. You, what, you, you know, that was addressed. So I'm going to tell you what, what the comment was after that. Make your point, because that's what that was said. You know, it's systematic, and who is, uh, you know, who has created the system? That all that was said. Go ahead. I'm, I'm no, I mean I was done. You. I was just saying that we can do is make you feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying we can, you know what I'm saying, but you can. So I mean I don't see. I don't. I don't so get the then, whole reverse racism thing. So then. The statement was because you know antagonists like to take whatever you say and find something wrong with that. Um, so then it was well in a situation where your system is the system, your black owned business, and you only hire other black. What is that? What is that? Yeah, that's getting other black people involved. That, that that's not racism. That's, that's a system. That's a system that you're not allowing um, them to participate in. You control it completely. And uh, it was a phrase that uh, I walked away from the conversation. Um, <clears throat> what that could be called okay. is that could be called bad business practice. That could be called that as opposed to racism. <laughs> One they can say that you're not that. diversifying the 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 populace that you are catering to by not having people who look like them and making them feel comfortable enough to come in. So one could call that bad business practice. Why? Because trust me when I tell you, you go into a sneaker store in this hood, it ain't owned by the people who sell them the sneakers. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? The people who sell the sneakers are people who look like you. People who own the store, though, don't work it. Mm-hmm. Or... They at the register. <laughs> huh. I mean, so one could call that bad business practice as opposed to racism. But let's say, okay, let's say you call that racism. Then all that's doing is that's what you call offsetting power. Okay? Offsetting power is I could tell you for every business of a particular race, you have nothing but that race that works in there. So why would we not have that to offset what you have? Okay, how's that racism? That's offsetting power. You know what I'm saying? It's not saying that that person can't come in there and spend their money and have my product. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that person can't come in there and be treated like a human. I'm not saying that. Hmm. I mean, who are these people that are saying this nonsense to you? You need to give them my phone number and tell them talking. I, I do. Need to, I, need to, I wish they would call in and let you just kind of have a personal I told them that it's anonymous. Nobody will even know you call me. But uh, I don't know. Let's wait. I mean, that could be late in the show. You never know. I mean, these are things that need to be talked about. I mean, because, listen, if there's one thing I know is I don't know everything. There's one thing I know none of us know everything. So there's some things that is one another thing I know, some things that I thought was fact have turned out to be lies. <laughs> so maybe you could tell me something <laughs> to put me on to realize that the things that I think are fact are not fact. You know what I mean? 
I used to think that there was a such person as Santa Claus. Didn't y'all used to think that too at one point? Yes. I don't think that. I did. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one. I, that I mean, told nothing to I ruined it for my older brother. You see? I ruined it for my older brother. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and I, I think I, I think your mom said you ruined it for everybody, because you know she thought I was so little. You can go with me, and then um, I went with her, and so I saw where Christmas came from. So I told him, Santa didn't buy that. Mama bought this us. <laughs> no Santa Claus. And what age were you? And then I mean I I had to be because she thought I was. Too small to tell them. So it had to be four somewhere in there. All right, so I'm talking about three year old you. Huh? I'm talking about three year old you. Three year old me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. There you go. I get your point. Well, I get your point. You know, yeah. you just start disbelieving last year. <laughs> you, you know what? I, and you know, I had the hardest time as an adult trying to decide. If I was going to, you know, um, participate in that with my own kids, like, do I want my kids to think it's the Santa Claus or not? I hate to be a jerk. I hate to be a jerk. So no, you don't. You're absolutely exactly. Right. <laughs> um, why do you con- so- why do you continue to lie to us with that bogus fact? You know right? what? I need to stop. I need to stop. Yeah, I guess. You know what? I guess that's. I'm. I'm just hoping that somebody's listening for the first time, and they hear it and they think there's a little bit of truth to it. Okay. Okay. All right. Come on. If we have established that there are figureheads for certain holidays, and one of the figureheads for this holiday called Christmas, which is Santa Claus, we all realize is just a lie. And just a big hoax. <laughs> Is it beyond the realm of possibility that another figurehead for that same holiday is just a hoax? Is it just be? Is it beyond the realm of possibility? I just asked that question. I don't know. Nobody even got to answer it. We could just move on after Nobody. that. I'm done. Nobody's not doing that one. No one's entertaining you on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I told you I, don't, I hate to be a jerk. And you you just it, we already acknowledge that you don't hate to be a jerk, and you are quite the jerk. I'm just saying, is it beyond the realm of my, my bad? Sometimes I wonder with you. No, no, you don't wonder with me. You better wonder about those thick heads. <laughs> then what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm stupid. I said the funky, puppy monkey baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go there with you today. I'm not going there uh, with you today. I've seen don't. that commercial in a while, man. I must, I must not be watching TV in the. Yeah, I don't watch TV in a minute. As I haven't, I, I haven't seen my commercial because you know I get tickled every time I see that commercial. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, commercial. Ain't that yeah, some hot shit? That's that I get tickled because I know a real life 
bump in with the baby. Anyway, we weren't talking about that. You done? All right, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Uh-oh. No, this is serious. So um, I was asked um, to speak at a um, discussion about oh, gentrification, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you have and and just the other day, was it yesterday, day before yesterday? Um, somebody had, you know, put on Hulu or one of these cable things and they put the Carmichael show on. Have they well, have you ever seen the show? No, nah, I've never seen the I, show or watched it. I've seen the Carmichael show. They are they, they touch on some really good stuff. Okay. So they were talking about gentrification in this one in particular. Did you see that one? See that one. It was probably Sunday and I was watching something else. No. I don't know if it was a new one or what. It's just one in particular, but it's possible. Okay. My thing is, I didn't necessarily care for the way that they did it. And what I mean is this. They talked about gentrification, and there was some things they were saying in there, I guess were touchy, I guess were, you know what I'm saying, edgy. But they did it from the standpoint of Black people gentrifying other black people. Yes, it's a good thing because you want to talk about this, but they misrepresented it. And to me, that's like talking about um, ice skating and you talk about, you know what I'm saying, the Mexicans and the Argentinian ice skaters. The fuck are you talking about the Mexican? They ain't going to do it, they don't say Ice skating? You talking about gentrification and you trying to coax it over by making it seem like that black people are really gentrifying other black people. That's not that's that that's not gentrification. You know what I'm saying? You're lying to me and anybody by misrepresenting what gentrification is. You know what I'm saying? So I say I say I seen this show, you know what I'm saying? I never seen the show before, so I, I look at it and it kinda of rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's like blaming the victim. You know what I'm saying? You don't blame the victim. You know what I'm saying? You don't joke about blaming the victim. You know what I'm saying? If we took out, you know what I'm saying, gentrification and put another, you know what I'm saying, thing, we wouldn't necessarily think that that was cute. So, I mean, that's just me and my point of view. Maybe I'm bugged for that. I don't know. I've been told that before. So, and, and, and seeing that and knowing I had to talk about this, I, so I asked y'all, what are y'all thoughts on gentrification? So, you're asking us now? Yes, ma'am. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I think it's part of our whole plan. Because as long as I keep a, a group of people without a sense of community or identity, then I can't oppress them without physically putting them on my plantation. So if I remove anything that they take ownership in and feel like it's part of their, in quotation, air quote, culture, and I take it away from them in such a way that when I make it attractive, they can't even afford to be there now. I I keep I keep the position. I keep myself in a position where, and you know, I mean, I have a, I have an issue with the slave, slave and master relationship. 
that is a thing. It does exist. And um, I keep that relationship relevant. This is time honored. It continues to stay. Because now, if if I have come into a position where I can afford to purchase or remain in this area, I again assimilate because, oh, I'm protecting my investment, my property value, my, you know, so how do I treat people who are not able to do the same thing? It, it turns into, for me, it turns into field nigga, house nigga in that that battle. And as long as I have divisive tactics at work in, in your culture, I don't ever have to worry about it um, being unified. I, I echo you, and I'll go one further, that we not just melanated people need to be worried about that, but everybody needs to be worried about that. One, historically, there was white slaves too, all right? And if you're not a slave, then you're a hireling or an indentured servant, so which is the same Indentured servant is not. Right. Because, but the difference is they could buy their, their freedom. If at some point they could get enough money from relatives overseas or, or oh, my gosh, by chance. Um, what? what? Yes, you're right, or, but that's a could. something with the other sle- uh, slaves here, the black slaves, and they were a level above them. So, but I, I don't disagree with that. Right, I don't. The only reason I even brought that up was that even those people need need be worried because there's something called eminent domain. Oh All right? yeah, eminent and domain. It, 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 it's a word. Right. Exactly. So if you so even if you have the complexion for the protection, but you just so happen to live where those who don't feel like protecting you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, want to take your right. property, it will still get taken from you too. So it's not even just a white, black thing. It turns to now to a class thing as well. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that, because capitalism like, is still an ism. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, so, yeah, what you say, you, you're 100% on point. But then there's another layer to it. So, you know what I'm saying? Even if you still, I still want it anyway. So what are you to do? Burn this bitch down. Oh, my bad. Did I say that out loud? Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear you. I mean, I hate to sound fatalistic, but I was talking to somebody the other day. They was like, Yo, would, you, would you ever consider moving out the country? I was like, yeah, I would. They said, why? I said, because one thing I know is that history repeats itself, and all empires crumble. And this is, and not, you know, that's what empire. my that's what my daughter was worried about. At thirteen, in her mind, as I shared some of these pieces of history that she didn't hadn't known yet, that she said, "But mom, history repeats itself." And I was like, wow. Because she was like, I just don't even want to go to sleep right now. Because when I took it, see, um, was it twelve years of slaves? It was with it was we did it like a generational. Let's go see this movie thing. My grandmother, then my mother, me, and then my daughter. 
Um, and that gave her, she couldn't sleep from having watched that movie. And I was like, well, you know, I didn't realize that things bothered her so much in her soul, you know. Because, of course, my oldest was like, okay, good night, y'all. <laughs> she was fine. Mm-hmm. But my youngest, it was too emotional. She, I had to take her out of the movie and not for the beating scenes. It was it was too much for her to know that someone was free and then you just took them. That just mm-hmm. darkened her soul. You know, she just, she couldn't breathe. I had to take her out of the movie then. <laughs> you and mean we like just standing Chicago? out there. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. What did he say? What did he say? I'm saying it's still happening to this day is what I'm saying, that people could be innocent and be taken and, you know what I'm saying, made property of the state. I just didn't hear the name that you said. I knew it was the name. Matulu Shakur. Oh, okay. Tupac Shakur. So for her, it was too much. And I was like, wow, you know, I know she's very compassionate. I know she superimposes herself sometimes in situations. And I knew that, but I didn't know that this movie would just drain her like that. So then I think that's kind of where she reverted to yesterday in our discussion, you know, and it was it was too much. And she was like, I just don't want to. And I was like, wow, she really, I mean. And then, you know, I always felt like, for her whole life that there was something more work inside my child. So she might be one of those red flags that already senses what's about to happen in the next 25 years, and I needed to pay attention to it today because she already felt it. I don't know, but I don't know. I just, uh, it was, it's, it's so much in it. You know, here's another thing that was that gets me, and I and I have these discussions in my own head sometimes. I saw education showed up on the list so many times. Um, well, can I ask you I a question for you? Continue real quick. Okay. Did, did you ask her what she wanted to do about it? I didn't. Mm-hmm. But we're not done, so that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Because you know what? Sometimes not sleeping. Oh, you didn't sleep, you didn't sleep. You know what? Yeah, that's right. Don't sleep. Now do some work uh-huh. on your level. You know what I'm saying? She ain't got to, you know what I'm saying, bring a million people to the mall on Washington. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she could <can> do so. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. And believe me, she is one of the reasons that I went ahead and took my um want for the nonprofit from I wanna do that to I've done that because mm-hmm. she's about action. You know, she wants you she sees something, she's like, Mommy, I wanna go do this and you know, I'm mommy, so I feel like I gotta be there. So I had to put things in a world where I can go and supervise it, you know. Um so that work for me, you know. Okay, Look at well, you building worlds. You all world builder, building worlds oh. that you can supervise. You just a build yeah, world right. builder. Because I know at some point I won't be able to supervise anymore. You know, I want to know that she isn't just ideas. You know, if if you want to make ideas, actions, then here are the steps. I want to know that she knows how to do all of that. 
for when I'm not doing that with you anymore. You know, so they don't know unless we show, right? Right. I never agree with you, but that was right. So here's my here's my I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out to you too. Because I, I don't want to speak on this one, but I want to put this out to you, too. Um, education shows Yes, every man should have three wives. Yes, I agree with you. Every man should have... Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. That was not her question. No. Hell no. Um, so I'm talking about the education. Like, it showed up several times. But I I want to know from from you... Tell me what you think about. Okay, I get sometimes I feel very hypocritical because I'm only one element in the course of education in my community. You know, I'm one content area, one year. I sometimes I question education in, in the public world. So as who you guys are, your walks of life. What do you think about public education when it concerns our culture and our community? Do you feel it's a broken piece? Do you feel like it's a strong piece? Do you feel like it's a the client's issue? Is it the service provider's issue? Tell me about what you think when you public education. See, that's one of those tricky things because, all right, first off, I'm a child of public education, so I understand that it can work, right? Mm -hmm. I'm also a child of a different era than this era when it comes to education. Um, The slippery slope is you don't necessarily talk about all oh, public education is bad. These public schools are uh, uh, charter schools, private schools. Well, but when you start having these charter schools, that's where you get in this slippery slope. And next thing you know, you get IBM and Microsoft and and, and Apple chartering schools. And now the public schools go out of whack. And now IBM, like you know what, man? I think I don't feel like having this school no more. Oh, what do we do now? Or, you know, we're going to, all right, all right, all right, I'll, I'll keep funding it, but y'all got to teach this. Huh? You, you see what I'm saying? But you don't see that coming until they slap you with a new curriculum. Um, So just so it doesn't slip and slide to that place that you can't come back from, that being said, public schools, you know, why don't they teach cursive writing anymore? What the hell is wrong with you? Why don't you teach the, the, the Roman numerals no more? What is wrong with you? Why, why don't do you have shop anymore? I mean, come on, man. There's certain things. Why don't you have these things in your schools anymore? It's not that I'm asking you to put taxes in there, new things. I'm actually putting new things. Just the old shit that you have. Why you don't got that no more? Right. I agree. I agree with that. And there's certain things that my child did not learn in school. She actually learned at home. Like, she can write her name in cursive and some of her friends don't even know what cursive is. Right. And she knows how to write a check and balance a checkbook and all of that because that's stuff that she's going to have to know when she goes off to college and she has her own bank account and she's not overdrafted. They don't teach you that anymore. You sending your child to college 
What's wrong with you, you up it in your bro? I mean, she has. I mean, that's what she wants to do. She wants to go to school. Oh, she wants the book learning. <laughs> right, like, like I'm just, you know, so. And there's a plan that's set in place so that she can do that, but they don't. They try not to give them what they need. They. I'm, I'm a product of public schools. I've never been to a charter school. I've never been to a private school versus some of these children. Like, I know with some of my daughter's friends, her parents allowed her to go to elementary school and public school, but felt in middle school that she needed to go to a private school and then reintroduced her back into high school as a public school. I'm like, why would you confuse her in this way? Yes, it can make her a little level, but it's a whole different story when she comes back into private, comes from a private school setting to this public school setting because it's not the same. All right. I don't want to cut you off, but I need to. We have a caller that's been holding for a second, and and we wouldn't get into a stopping place. <laughs> so I did cut you off. It's okay, girl. It's all right. Come on in. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take our caller. You're on the air. Oh, Blog Talk said, no, you're not. All right, Blog Talk. Okay, so Blog Talk decided that they're not on the air anymore. So continue. Oh, she forgot what she was saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's it's hard because just like you know, it's hard to reintroduce that because now you're dealing with kids who may not have the same things that those children had in private school. Mhm. You know, and that's even to the point of now. I know here they have smart for all middle school students, which. What SMOD is is a standard mode of dress, so they have to wear uniforms all throughout their middle school years. From sixth to eighth grade, every middle school has to wear uniforms. But then when they get to high school, they're reintroduced to dressing however they like. They said they created this so that children who didn't have didn't have to worry about being teased and whatnot. But people until still they get to high school. Right, like, why would you, like, it's like, right, you know? So it's like, what are you doing with yourself? But they still get teased in middle school, and then they transition, and they get teased more in high school. And it's like, what are you all doing at this point? Because that's not what I grew up with. We wore what we wanted to wear, regardless of the level of school that we were in. I mean, I get the whole uniform thing. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it's it's putting it's basically what the uniform thing is. It's medicine. It's treating the symptoms and not the problem. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The problem is that these children are, you know what I'm saying, have a skewed sense of value, and they put their value on, you know what I'm saying, what something costs as opposed to how something functions. I'm saying they put the value on what this person's wearing as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, what their parents can afford to pay for and keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. 
know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they, you know what I'm saying, they're looking at a different value system. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's where we at. So you got to do things like uniforms. But what mm-hmm. I think they don't do is if you go do that, then you got it, it, it got to be more than one fold. It got to be two folds. So you, you had uniforms, but now you know what? Now you have to go to these uniform companies because I know y'all have to subsidize a certain amount. Because we, we've we now put this in place that these parents have to go to you to get these. You have to give a certain amount of these for free. So these children who come in and they got a uniform, but they only got two pairs of beige pants. You know how quick a boy a dirty some beige pants? So now his pants is gray when they're supposed to be beige, you know what I'm saying? But he's still wearing a uniform, and trust me, he going to get teased. Come on, we got to do better than this French toast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nautica, you got to do better than this. All, all these little bastards, they got these little clothing companies for the children. You, you got to do better. You got to give us a million white shirts for free so we can give it because uh, little homie, he be sweating and that yellow stain under his arm, he can't have that from January to, to June. <laughs> he can't do that. Right. But but that's because us PTAs ain't, ain't asking for that. And if PTAs ask for it, then the PTAs and the teachers union need to combine, and then they ask for it. And the teachers and the union and the PTA can't get together, then they get the congressmen and they get together. And they, but nobody ain't asking for that. So, of course, you ain't going to get it. Well, let me not say nobody's asking for it, but it's not being asked for it in a unifying manner by all of us. Right. I hear you. And it ain't hard. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like we ain't got the blueprint. We got the blueprint. We know exactly what it is we need to do. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, whether it be schools. You know what I'm saying? All right. You look at public schools. All right. You got a problem with public schools. The reason you got a problem with public schools is because you got a problem with parenting. You got a problem with home schools. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You ain't teaching in your home. So, of course, you would have a teaching you go a lot of in school. Because you ain't, you know, listen, man, I got something to watch. I got to go to sleep. Listen, man, I got to get my head. I got to go get a cut. That's a song. Can you sing that? I have a parent, a problem with parenting, and it's because I don't think that we do the proper, we make the proper decisions, and uh, based on oh, the global, you know, what is waiting for the kids. That that is my thing. Like, if I'm, because I'm, I'm a hard ass. You know, as far as an educator, I'm the teacher who I don't bend a lot. I'm not flexible. I tell you my expectations up front. My expectation for this particular activity, day, week, whatever, I tell you my expectations up front. And that that's what I need you to understand because my expectations are aligned with my pedagogy, what I believe you need, my theory, my belief in education, Completely. And it definitely is shaped by my experiences. So I'm one of those who, when I make a decision, when you hit a wall with me, what are you telling your parents? I'm going to let your parents know because I don't compromise my standards for your parents. I need your parents to understand my mentality. So when I give you this consequence, if you get this attention, if I ask you to be at Friday school with me, if I ask to see you Saturday school, that your parents mm. understand that it's her, and you have to go because it's her, and she's not going to change that. But we watched this parent and, as a group. The young lady got in trouble. It was 
one, two, it was three of them. Young lady got in trouble with two other friends. They did the exact same behavior. The other two students, parents were called and said, hey, this is the consequence for that. And it wasn't anything major, but it was something that that needed to be a consequence given for. So here was the consequence. The other two parents said, okay, we'll make sure that that my child, you know, follows that consequence. The third parent, however, has called, at least has called this teacher five times just to say, well, can we just do a warning? Can you just, well, you know, well, what if we we don't have time to, <clears throat> well, you know, she wasn't really trying. I know what she meant to do. She wasn't meaning to, I don't know, um, she wasn't meaning to copy the work. She 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 was just thinking she needed a little help with it. She didn't mean to copy the assignment down everywhere. And, and how do you justify that? You know, so this person, this parent is called several times to this particular teacher to try to redirect this. This teacher's like, okay, yes, I understand. You're right. She probably didn't mean to copy everything, but here's the consequence for what did happen. So once the teacher didn't budge, now this woman is calling the principal and has called the principal like three times. And it's like, you know, at what point do we teach that there's an accountability system? And whether that accountability system is the police, the government, how about your morals? How about the fact that you realize I did something wrong, there is going to be a result? If I did something right, there's a result. There is a result based on any decision that I make, good or bad. So when I make this one, this is the one that comes out. You know what that sounds like? What? That sounds like it started out to be a three-person lesson, and you started out to teach those three children something. And it turned out it sounded like it ended up having to be a four-person lesson because that Mm -hmm. mother needed to be taught a lesson too. And Mm -hmm. sometimes as educators, what I think needs to be realized is that you're not, for every parent, that you, for every child you're teaching, you're probably teaching two children because you got to teach that parent too. Or sometimes you got to teach you know, three because two parents like need to be taught. And I, that, and I dig it because that's not what you get paid for and that's not part of your return on investment. <laughs> and I dig that, you know what I'm saying? Because the parents have a responsibility also which go to your earlier thing, it's just certain things you have to do. I mean, in elementary school, your child has one teacher. If you don't know that damn teacher's name, I'll punch you in your forehead. How you don't know your, te- your, your child teaching it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, the simple, it, you'd be surprised how many parents don't know the teacher's name. It's like, come on, son, you don't know that. Okay, how you don't know what class your child in? You don't know what class your child in? For real? That's your child. Okay. You don't know at least... <laughs> Was one of your child's worst subjects, or at least was one of your child's best subjects? You don't know that? You don't know that? None of that? Okay, your child's in junior high school or high school. You don't know at least two of the teachers' names? At least two of the... You don't know... I ain't actually even know every teacher's name. You don't know at least two of the teachers' names your child's got six, seven different, you know what I'm saying, subjects? That's a you issue. That's a bad parenting issue. That's a, you know what I'm saying, you wasn't taught issue. So now, since you wasn't taught either... Just what you're saying is that we have come, and this is where I start to question, can I continue to do 
this? Can I continue to be in this for education? We have gotten to the point where we have, you know, they have the security cameras in the building. We have gotten to the point we have to take pictures of the security footage to send to parents, like, text message to say that was your kid who did that. Remember how the teacher could just simply say, I saw your child doing X, Y, Z. This is the consequence for that. That doesn't work anymore with, you know, it's probably about 10%. Of the of the hundred parent, you know, hundred percent of everybody, it's probably about ten percent of the parents. But that's opposed to when it was one percent. So it's growing, and it's like you're telling me that it's not enough that I am telling you at exactly this o'clock when I was going to do this, I saw your kid skipping class with my eyes. No, you and you mistaken. No, 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 you mistaken. Okay, well let's check the attendance record. Did your student Stay in the classroom. Well, the teacher said no, but but I think my kid had a pass. No, class was going on. Your baby wasn't in there. That's considered skipping. Well, we've gotten to the point where we have to go get the camera footage and say, no, see, and because, you know, now technology is what it is, you know, time stamp it, and, you know, so now we've taken screenshots of a screen with the time stamp so we can show you, and that's ridiculous. Because if that didn't exist, are you telling me that that baby would have been out of that, that little loophole right there? It is. It is. I mean, the first thing I would say to that parent is, what is it about me? Like, what did I do to make you not believe me? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to know what it it is I did. Because if I did nothing, I mean, no, it doesn't matter. But you know what I found sometimes that some. Unless you say it, you know what I'm saying, people can always hide from it. You know what I'm saying? Unless you say it, people can always hide from it. You know what I'm saying? If if mm-hmm. and Marge was like, you know what? I've been drinking. I've been drinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can hide from it. I heard you slurring your words. I heard when you said sassafras. How, you know what I'm saying, you slurred that S like 17 times. I heard how you did it, but I wasn't going to say nothing because maybe you're sucking on a Jolly Rancher. I don't know. I don't know that you were drinking, she was drinking. I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? But once she says it, you can't deny it no more. You have to face it. You know what I mean? So once you say to me, you know what, I don't trust you. I don't believe you because of A, B, and C. Okay, I'm glad you don't believe me because of A, B, and C. Now here goes this shit that you little lying ass nappy head son ain't you. Know that? <laughs> <laughs> you little fast ass happy. You gonna be a grandmother in about two years, you know that, right? <laughs> the thing is that you need probably wishes that she could say. <laughs> she can't. I'm saying I know you don't want to say that to one something like you know you, you know you better get another car seat, right? Shamika. <laughs> You're how old again? <laughs> you haven't. Oh, you're not my age. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No. Okay, loose. Okay, loose. So, what in the world? Oh shoot. They still call I'm, you Baby D. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're just mad. No, saying that you. You just mad that you. Pregnant and your son about to give. You know what I'm saying? Little chancleta. Twins, because they run in your family. (laughs) 
and now you're king about to be your auntie in one month. You understand? You're about to be an auntie in one month and a, and a sister in nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I'm saying that was wrong if you say that as an educator. Or am I wrong? Can you say that? She can't say that. You can't say that? She can't say that. She can't say especially, none of that. Especially on, on South of the Mason Dixon, you better not say that. They still got, you know what I'm saying, trees. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always no in season. They, don't, they do not care about no trees. They will try to string you up from a Playground. <laughs> they don't care about the trees. They will get a big, tall man's arms and just tell him to put his arm out. But <laughs> she can't say that, and she just can't say that. She wants to, but she can't say that. Well, whenever you want to say something, you let me, you send me a message in the office. What you want me to say, I say. But she still got to work there. Really. I said, I say it, she ain't, I say no, it. I don't work for them. 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 And then he whispered it like, Master, no, no, because then I realized, I don't, I, wait, I don't work for them, but I kind of work for her. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. I don't know if I like that whole dynamic. Here. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. I'll okay. save you when you just did it, Motan, keep on when keeping it real okay, goes so, wrong. Oh, hey, and that was what it's I was so real. It's so real. It's so, it's so real. You just say it. You say what you say. What you have to say. I'm like, my gosh, so shut funny. up. Because I started it's the whole real. rigmarole so the other week. I just, I started the whole rigmarole at the superintendent's office a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about it, and they made it over to the principal, and the principal's like, what did you do when you went over there? So, I don't know. What I, did you do? I need, I need to do something about me. I need I need to work on me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Why do I feel like I need to know what she did when she went over to the superintendent's office? <laughs> Not only do I feel like I need to know what she did, I don't want to know in a form where other people can hear because I think she right. makes sense to herself. Have to wait. <laughs> right, we're going to have to wait for later. Not only do I want to hear this story, I kind of want to hear this story with a cocktail in my hand. This is a coffee talk moment. Mm-mm, honey. Mm-mm. That ain't coffee. <laughs> that is not coffee. No, well, it could be coffee. I got some white Hennessy we could pour in that coffee. Mm-mm. I don't, oh, I don't no. drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Okay, I'm done. I got different beers. I hope we got some of our Negus Queens uh, conversation. I hope we didn't break off on too many tangents. But um, of course we I did. just wanted to. Of course we did. But I, I really wanted this to be about some options, some solutions, and some what we can do instead of complaining, griping sessions. And I hope we even sparked a little bit of that. Um, and we started but, talking about. But you um, got the answer. Wait. You know why you got the answer? Because the answer is the organization that you started. You know why you got the answer? Because the answer is the organizations that already exist. Well, instead of yeah. asking what, 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 just ask a different W word question. Ask where. 
Ask who? Ask who? I'm saying. So whatever you think we need to do, somebody is doing that. Give them some assistance. Uh-huh. If anybody got a question, they don't know. You know what? It's as easy as a Google search. And if you have an issue further than that, reach out to me. I'll see if I can assist you. But we need uh-huh. to stop being helpless and acting like we don't know. It ain't nothing out there. No. What you want to do? You want somebody in your community? You got somebody who, who makes socks. You got somebody who makes shoes. You got somebody who makes clothes. You don't have to spend money at Rothwell and no more. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We got manhood programs in the hood to teach these little naughty-headed boys how to act. We have those. We have doulas out here that can help these women give birth. We have financial institutions. We have everything we need. We just need to support ourselves and start thinking somebody else's ice is colder than ours. Mm-hmm. Why don't you trust me as a teacher? What What is it about me that you see that you don't like? Is it because I look like you and you don't trust yourself, you bastard? Is that what it is? Mm, why oh, is it that you don't either, trust right? me enough right. to teach I'm, you about credit back and whatnot? Yes. This is just turning a loop right here. I, where did this come from? Because I think how it made Ron mad that people ask, you know, why don't we have this? And, you know, Ron has this head that's big and it knows every knows some things. Not everything, but knows some things. Yeah. Hmm. You're right. Hmm. So so what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow myself to to be one or two or three of the solutions, as many solutions as I can. I'm working on a proposal right now because I feel like I should be doing something else. So I'm gonna oh, we could do like Reverend Ike do. We could do like Reverend Ike. I got the solution, everybody. On the oh, shamalbooks.com. Everybody is a biblical. It's a miracle. I want to say yes, some money to us, and we'll make every problem go away. I guarantee it. Everybody say with me. Everybody, this is it. This is the end of the show. Fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. America, please stop listening. It's a biblical. I'm about to America. Take this close. It's over. This is it. This is when you hang And I will touch hands on any buxom woman that won't say. Wow. I will put hands on you. I want to give you a blessing. <laughs> okay, Ron. We it's called it. Jesus it's Juice. Water. You want some it's Jesus water. Juice? I got some it's Jesus it's Juice. Done. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You <laughs> I'm going with the Jesus I'm Juice. <laughs> There's a devil come. I'm done. I'm done. Ron, you are to be quiet at this time. Quiet at this time. All right, so what we we want to do is we want to leave this little table discussion tonight. We're going to leave this as an option for, for us to pick this up at some other point later. But tonight, we are done. We have not solved the world's problems, but we definitely have scratched the surface. So, at this point, we're going to say goodnight, and we're going to call it an evening until we see you next. Say goodnight, everybody. It's a biblical. Oh, God. I'm going to do right and say goodnight.
Because you're so wonderful and you've always been wonderful. It's that other one. We can solve the world's problems. I don't know what the folks talking about. But we could do it. Fifteen ninety nine. That's a biblical. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. (sighs) PayPal accepted. Visa, MasterCard, we've been taking oh, BT. It's a okay, biblical. So I just got to hang up on him. I just got to just, he can't say goodnight. We're sending the collection plate all around the United States. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.